Let's get going. So today's daf is daf Pei Gimel. All right, page 83. And we are up to the second line on 83a. Pei Gimel Omud Aleph. Here we go. We learned in the mission, A sick person. So we have them eat if bekiim, if experts tell us that they need to eat. Amar Abiyana, Abiyana says, If the person themselves says, I know better than the doctor, I'm telling you, my body needs to eat. And the doctors say, no. You listen to the person, my time, a person knows themselves best when something's right, when something, you go to the doctor, the doctor's like, yeah, it's okay. You know it's not okay. You know something's off. A person knows themselves more than doctors. Says Gemara Pshita. Why do you, uh, why do, of, of course. Like, <laughs> why is this even a Chiddush, says the Gemara? Yeah? Now, the reason why the Gemara says Pshita is because we know generally when it comes to life-threatening situations, we're always lenient. I just said generally when it comes to life-threatening, we're always lenient. We're always lenient when it comes to life-threatening situations. So if a guy says, listen, I'm in a sakana, at least it gives us doubt we should allow him to eat. I would have said that no, since the doctors are arguing on him. So the doctors have more experience who automatically listen to the doctor. Says Gemara, Kamash one. Therefore, the Pasuk, Rabbi Yanai brings the Pasuk to let us know that when it comes to doctors and patients, a patient knows themselves. They've got to follow their gut. If they think they need, they're permitted to eat. What if the doctor says, you got to eat? And the guy says, no, nah, I think I'm going to be okay. I don't think I need to eat. I don't want to eat in Kippur. Shame in the Raifei. you got to listen to the doctor. My timer, Tunvahu did not get laid. Because maybe you know, doctor's got experience. Maybe this guy just doesn't hop. What's going on? Maybe he's not catching on to the problem that the doctor's catching on to because of his lack of uh, his, because of this individual's lack of experience. So if either the patient feels that he needs to eat or the doctor feels he needs to eat, he eats. If he's sick and the bekiim say he's got to eat, we feed him. It seems only if the experts say you could eat, you eat. But if you yourself, you're not an expert, no. I'll pee bekiim in, I'll pee baki echad, lai. And bekiim means many experts. But if one person, let's say one doctor says you got to eat, it seems you don't listen. Yeah, that's where everybody's in agreement. The expert says he doesn't need to eat. And the guy himself says he doesn't need to eat. Okay? So... Only when you have a bunch of doctors against the guy do we listen to the doctors. Says the Gemara of Elisvalei Alpi Bucky. But why don't we say that even one Bucky who says something like one doctor, he should still eat? Why does why do you need Bikiim? Okay. The reason why you need two is because you need you maybe you have a doctor who says that he doesn't need to eat. So you go for a third opinion. One says needy, one says you don't need to eat. The third opinion says you should eat. Okay, so now you got Bikiyin, you got two, two opinions, two expert doctors. And that says he needs to eat, so now he eats. Machilim, I say, I'll Says the Gemara, but one second. We said in the Mishnah that we have him eat if multiple Bikiyin say that it is necessary. Pshita, 
Avada, we should give him food, says the Gemara. Suffolk Nefashas, Suffolk Nefashas Lahakel. Whenever you have a Suffolk Nefashas, we're always lenient. Why is this whole Gemara even necessary? This whole part of the mission, this whole back and forth. When it, once you have two witnesses, they're believed as much as 100 witnesses. 200 witnesses establishing a bezin, the same way 100 establishing a bezin. When it comes to an umdana, umdana is like establishing a status. So, basar deyas azlinan. Then we look at all the days, look at everybody involved. And this is true when it comes to Umduna Dimamaina, but here we're dealing with Suffolk Nefashas. And even if you have people saying that this guy doesn't need to eat, we will still follow as long as you have two doctors who say that this guy should eat on Yom Kippur, we will have him eat. Says the Gemara, Vaha Bat Midiktani Seifa. This that we say in the end of the Mishnah, it says, If there's no Bikiyam over there, so then we feed him. If he's, no, he says, I know myself. I know I need to eat. My body's in danger. It's Yom Kippur, but I know I need to eat. And the doctor says, no, no, no. What did we say? We listen to the guy. You know your body best. It seems in the Reisha, the guy says he needs to eat as well. The Gemara says, no. There's a missing part over here. When do we say that you have two experts, say, two Bikim, who say that he needs to eat the Amar Light Sarachani? That's the guy who says, I don't need to eat. And if you have two experts that says you do, we listen to them. If a guy says, listen, I know I need to eat, I know my body, then, ain't Shom Bikim Trey, and you don't have. Bikiyam two, you don't have two experts. Then we follow his we follow his own personal advice, and we allow him to eat on Yom Kippur. Okay, so says the Gemara Vaiter Tanan, but we learned in the Mishnah. It seems to imply only when there's no doctors do we listen to him. But if there are experts over here who argue on him, we don't listen to him. Why are you saying that? Well, when you have one doctor who says you don't need to eat, he's like, I'm telling you, I got to eat. That we listen to him. One second. It seems from the Mishnah that only when there's no Bikiyam at all, we listen to him. But over here, maybe when one doctor argues, we shouldn't listen to him. So Gemara says, no, haki kama. This is what the Mishnah means. When do we say to listen to the expert doctors? He says, I'm telling you, I don't need to eat. I'll be fine. I know my body. But if he says, I need to eat. Guess what? Nobody is as big of a bucky of a person's health as he himself. We know, a person himself knows when something's wrong. You have every doctor telling you, you're fine. There's nothing wrong. A person knows when something's wrong. They're not even, if, if they're arguing on an individual, and he says, I'm telling you I need to eat. They're like, no, it seems to us what's going on. They're not experts anymore. They, they lose their PhDs, right? They lose their status of knowing what's going on in his situation. 
we allow him to eat anyway. Shenamar, as it says, lev yodeya moras nafshay. A heart knows what's embittering one's nefesh, one's spirit, one's soul. A person knows himself best, and therefore, if a person knows their mamishin sakana, then um, then uh, we 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 allow them to eat on your kippur. Okay. Period. End of that discussion. End of that gemara. Gvaldik. Here we go. Fascinating Mishnah, and we're going to get now into Ahmed Bey is going to be loaded with stories, and I got it to Gemara's. Let's get going. Mishach Bomus, a person who gets the illness of Bomus. All right, what's the illness of Bomus? So Rashi says he gets very weak eyesight because he's not eating enough. Then he's allowed to eat even Devarim Tameim. You're allowed to eat non kosher food to heal this illness. Okay, this has major ramifications when it comes to gelatin and certain pills that you can't get in a kosher way, um, and and a person's uh, a person's ill and you got to get rid of it in order for them to live properly. So you're allowed to feed them non kosher achiro enough until you get his eyesight back. If a person is bitten by a mad wild dog, okay, um, you know. We'll get into this soon, but it's, uh, you know, we, we could just envision, you know, when you have all these animals around, we're familiar with rabies and things of that sort. The Gemara's going to get into something else, but we could, we could imagine, right, you have a, a dog that's not domesticated. Somebody gets bitten. We do not feed him from its liver. Okay. Now, Rashi says, what is this? So Rashi explains that apparently there were Gaiyasha doctors that felt that when you get bitten by a dog, if you take out the liver of the dog and the person eats it, it heals them. Okay? Says Rashi. Says Rashi. Because we don't trust this. We, we, we don't trust this. It's kind of like, a, it's, not, it's not a mainstream practice. And therefore, it's not an excuse to eat non-kosher part of a, you know, a, a non-kosher, from, from a non-kosher dog. We don't follow this. Okay. <laughs> right, right, I got what you're saying. You, you get back into, you, you, go, you go into the dog to, I hear. Okay. Yeah, very good. Rav Masio ben Chorosh Matir. Rav Masio ben Chorosh says, it's okay. All right. So he says that this type of, uh, he says the type of approach works. And would be permitted. Somebody who's chayshish, he's feeling sick in his garain, in his throat. We're allowed to put medicine in his mouth on Shabbos. Okay? So he had a pain in his mouth, he had a toothache, a gum ache, whatever it was, you're allowed to heal it on Shabbos. Now, what does this mean that it's suffix nefashus? So it's some sort of viral or bacterial illness that starts in the mouth and can keep spreading. So it's not localized. When, if you don't, huh? Streptococcus, yeah. Something that, uh, that can keep going, right? Starts in a, in a local area, but can keep spreading. You're permitted to get rid of that, uh, you know, you, you know, a person would be obligated 
to take that medicine on Shabbos. Misha nafla alav mapilus. If a person, Nabuch, we need a, we we don't need to imagine right now, right with what happened in Miami this past week, but a person who was underneath a collapsed building, safek husham safek enaisham, and we don't know if the guy was home when the building collapsed, so we don't know if he's in there or not, safek chai safek mace, or if the person is alive or dead, safek kusi safek yisro. We're not sure whether he serves up a Dezara or whether he's a Yid. Mefakchen Allah v'sagal. you got to do whatever you can to clear away the mound of stones. Metzahu chai mefakchen. If he is alive, okay, so they, if they see him alive, they keep clearing uh, away the stones. I uh, lost the place, I'm sorry. Ve'emeis yanicheyu. But if the person already died, so then Yani we leave him there, and um, the Gemara will explain what exactly is this circumstance of somebody who's alive that then you keep clearing the bar. I thought you got him. What's going on? And it says if he's dead, then you stop. Okay. But w- what what the circumstance exactly is, we're going to get into that in a, in a day or two. Okay. All right. Fascinating, fascinating mission. Again, just to wrap our heads around this. The first part of the Mishnah dealt with, um, we'll call it viruses and bacteria, okay? Different illnesses that attack a person's, uh, a person's body, that you're allowed to do transgressions, you're allowed to give them non-kosher medicine and food in order to heal them as long as you know it's going to work, okay? We had one particular case of the mad dog, where the machlekes was whether this is a, a, you know, whether the, the liver of the dog is an accepted practice or not. But everybody would agree that if it does work, Avada, you're allowed to do it. And then the next part of the mission discussed a, um, a, uh, a person's mamish in the matzah of sakana in danger from a building or underneath rubble, so on and so forth. All right, there we go. Says the Gemara. How do we know that once he takes the medicine and you know from the bulmus that his his uh, eyesight is all better? When he could see the difference between good and bad. <laughs> so I guess we we can't see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over here it's referring to uh, things that are spoiled and things that aren't. He could differentiate. He notices mold on bread, for example. Um, yeah, and um, he uh, he can also taste things. Okay, now what Abaye is adding in is that bulmus apparently starts with the eyesight, but it's also something similar to the to what we said the gum disease and the toothaches that it can keep spreading to the rest of the body. So, kind of like the virus that we've unfortunately become familiar with recently, right? There are various symptoms of it. And Abai is saying that some of the, the symptoms of bulmus also can impact a person's taste. Tan Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, so shall we, Mishach's bulmus. Achil say hakal, hakal. Okay? Ideally, give him, don't go straight to the PIG. Yeah? Don't go straight to like the most trefa thing. Person has bulmus. Try to minimize the the non kosher. Okay. 
Let's say you got one medicine made of teba, one nevela. You uh, you feed him nevela, okay? Why? How do you know which one's more and which one's less? Depending on the einish, depending on the punishment. Sometimes you get punished. Misibate adam, misibate shemayim, kares, malka, so on and so forth. The lighter the punishment, the lighter the aver. Tevalu shvius, shvius. Tevalu truma, tanahi. What about tevalu truma? That's machlekes tanahi. Which one's going to be more lenient? The time of the rise, machilan, I say tevel, vein machilan, I say truma, bentema, omar truma, valoi, tevel. Amar abba. Rabba explains, hecha de evsher bechulin. That if you're, if it's possible to feed the guy the remaining chulin once, you know, as you took your miser. So, the kuliyamale pligi de mesakale umasfinale. Everybody agrees that um, we, uh, you know, you got to go and minimize the avera and give him in the, in, the, the most mutter, most permitted way. Okay. Where there's no chulin left. So you're stuck with these two. One says tevel is more chamer, and one says shuma is more chamer. Why? One says that tevel is more chamer than shuma because shuma is still able to be eaten by the kayin. So at least there's some people who could eat it. No one's let eat. Another man, the Omer, says that Truma is more machmir than Tevel because Truma is never mutter to Yisrael. But Tevel could be fixed up. right? All you got to do is separate your Truma and Maizras and it's no longer Tevel and therefore that's going to be less severe and that's what you should feed this person. Okay. Says the Gemara, top of Pei Gimel Amad Pshita. Says Gemara, what do you mean? We were discussing different levels of transgression. And Kabbalah, right, well, if, if you, you have to feed the guy non-kosher, you have a choice between two non-koshers, use a less one. And by the way, if you have regular chulin, you got to feed him that. Chulin is totally permitted food. Why do you got to say that? Of course, if something's, mut, uh, uh, something's chulin, it's allowed, and that would be the ideal thing. Why, why are you even mentioning that? Didn't we know that the only time you should use non-kosher is as a backup? Somebody has an option. Somebody needs medication. And there's two medications available. One's a tablet with nothing in it, besides for cornstarch keeping it together, and one is gelatin from a PIG. Which one should you get? Technically, a person's in danger, right? You're allowed to use gelatin. Of course you take the kosher one. You, you stick with the kosher option. Like Tricha B'Shavas. Yeah? We're dealing with uh, we're dealing with Shabbos. Okay? That meaning um, the chulin only becomes chulin once you separate Tevel. Usually on Shabbos you're not allowed to do that. Now let it separate. It's Mesakein, so on and so forth. Over here it wasn't chulin yet. We're saying be Michal Shabbos to turn it in better to be Michal Shabbos turn it into Chulin and to feed him Machal um, Masur. Shabbos Nami Pshita, Total Derabonani. The whole thing is Total Derabonan. Okay, the whole problem of separating it is Xera Derabonan not to do that. So Avada, you, Avada better to transgress Derabonan over Deraisa. Okay, we're dealing with, with Tevel. Which it's akiv she'enoi nakuv, and everybody would agree that it's better to be over the dinder abanon of uh, of Shabbos because it's a she'enoi nakuv, which means it's 
it's uh, the the flower pot has no holes on bottom. It's not a perforated flower pot, therefore it was never attached to the ground in the first place. So Mar Savar Tavel Chomer. One says that Tavel is Chomer, and therefore even by the that we should give him the the Truma over the Tavel. Umar Savar Truma Chomer, and therefore we should give him the Tavel over the Chomer over the Truma. Right? Why? Because again, you're always supposed to give the lighter Avera to the person. Okay. Says the Gemara. What did we just establish? Let's get clarity. Let's talk outside for a moment. What we just said in the last couple of steps is that we'd prefer to get rid of Tevel on Shabbos, which is Usr. We'd prefer to do that than to... um, Again, I should say again, we prefer to do that when we're dealing with an unperforated flower pot because that whole din is only a din de Rabbanan. The whole hanhaga of tevel by a non-perforated flower pot is a din de Rabbanan because it's not really from the ground, so it's not really mechoyev yet. Midai raisa. It's only mechoyev midai Rabbanan. And therefore, better to transgress this din de Rabbanan and turn it into chulin than to feed the non-kosher. Okay, that's what we're establishing. Better to separate Tevel der Abanon than to feed... Okay. Says Gemara, by the way, Lema Tanoi, not everybody agrees with this. The Tani will learn to the Brisa, somebody who's bitten by a snake. So you call a doctor, meaning a doctor is allowed to travel from wherever, they, wherever he is. And we rip open a chicken, the geizen lay as hakrishin, and you cut open kreishin. Okay, you cut open leeks to put on the wound. I'm sorry, to, for him to eat. Umachilin, I say, and you eat this. You you put the torn up chicken on the cut on the bite, and you he eats he sucks on the leek. The ain't sarich aser. And you don't need to separate Meiser, even though it grew from the ground. No, you can only suck out the leek once Meiser was separated. Maybe this halacha that we said, Lachora is the halacha of Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, and not the halacha of Rebbe. In other words, the halacha we said earlier of better to transgress the Dinder Abanon is only following this opinion of Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon. Okay. Why? What's the shaykhs? Is there any mention of Atzitz Nakav or Atzitz Sheinah Nakav by the leak? No. Well, listen to this. Rashi points out, leek is a veggie. Leek is a vegetable. Let's see Rashi together inside. If we look on the right column of Rashi, Rashi's on both sides. It's a few Rashi's from the bottom. Ad Khan like Ka'amar Rebbe, Elul Indian Meiser, Yorok Derabbanon. Right? So let's read this inside this Rashi. Only dagon, only grain is considered tevel da'iraisa. There are few Rabbi Maida, da'afa of Meiser Mechlev da'iraisa. Okay? Rashi is telling us a fascinating thing. Halacha Vegetables are never tevel da'iraisa. They only need to be Meiser da'irabanon the same as a'atzit she'inenakov. 
So over here, what, what are you doing? You're, you're plucking the leak out of the ground. It's straight from the ground. But it's still, it's like an Atzib She'inay Nakov Dagan. Because the whole Chiyav is Darabon. Okay, let's go back inside of here. Now, the Maishar Dagan, the Tevot Daraisa, the Maishar Dagan and Tevot, which is Daraisa, Afilu Rabbi Maida, even Rabbi would agree that you, perhaps, we're saying, Rabbi would agree that you got to take Maishar before healing the guy, the Ishara slave, but Atzit She'inay Nakov, because if we're going to allow with the Atzit She'inay Nakov, there's no hole, it's only Darabon, and it's not straight from the ground. So that if we allow this, a person will come to eat a otzitz, uh from otzitz, which is nakov, which is a din de oi raisa. So meaning like this. Here's what just happened. It's beautiful. We tried comparing the halacha of otzitz she'enay nakov, it's chayiv derabanan, to the halacha of a vegetable, which is chayiv derabanan. If you're allowed to pluck a vegetable and not separate the tevel, so the sack of rabba is the same machlek as tanoim. Answer the Gemara, no. You know why? Because by the leak, there's no chance that it could ever come to Tevel Daraisa. A vegetable being micered is always Darabana. Always. Only dug and only grain is Daraisa. Masha'inkain, as opposed to an Otsitz She'en Onakov, an unperforated flower pot, meaning a flower pot with no holes. It's not part of it. If we start allowing you, which is Darabana, we start allowing you to do that, you may start coming to an Atzitz Nakov. It's too similar to a Din Daraisa, so it could be by one, by the one that's Daraisa, maybe we actually would be Machmir to create Gedarim around a person, uh, around a person potentially coming to the Ngoiber Din Daraisa. Again, as opposed to the leak, but there's no chance a person is ever going to come to Isra Daraisa. Because the leak is always Darabana, no matter what. Okay. It's to establish the order of importance. Avada, if a guy is going to be, is going to die by the time you're misering, gesunt hate. But if you could do it, if you could do it like uh, Rabbi Ravinsky does a bris mila, and you, you get it done. You know what I mean? You just, you, it's, what, it's an extra second and a half to, no, here's my miser, boom, let's keep going to, to heal this guy. You'd be obligated to do that. Is this, should this be part of the process? That's a good point. The Shailah, should this ideally be part of the process or not? But if it's going to lead to death, then uh, you stay away from it. Okay. All right, here we go. The rest of the is going to be some stories. Let's go. Tanu Rabban on the rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. Mishach said, Bomez, Machilam said, Devash, Chomene, Masika. Give him honey and anything sweet. Shadavash, Chomene, Masika, Miriam, Oreno, Shal Adam. Sweets are good for people's eyesight. Tapapisha, Ain, Raila, Dover, Zechel, Dover. My eyes have brightened because I ate from this honey. Why do you mean there's no proof from this pasuk? It seems pretty straightforward. We got a proof that when you eat honey and sweet, you know, if you eat, uh, it's particularly honey, uh, my eyes lit up. Over there, there was no bulmas. So he didn't say he was healed by this. He was just saying that uh, my, my eyes were enlightened. Okay, but there's no proof that bulmus is healed with this. When you eat uh, these sweet things, we're not dealing with lollipops, by the way, artificial sweeteners, we're dealing with natural, naturally sweet things that come from HaKadosh Baruch, who's straight from HaKadosh Baruch, who's creation, okay? So this that we say it's good is after you eat other healthy foods. 
But if you eat too many sweet things before you eat the other foods, it could do it could do more damage. Um, and Ishmitsi was found in the field, and he took he took him to David, and he gave him bread. And he, he, they gave him water to drink. And they gave him a cake of figs. And two clusters. And he ate. And he, he rested. He got, he got himself back together. And the reason why he was, you know, felt so good is because it had been three days and three nights um, without eating. And then they gave him these delicious fruits that were sweet, and that's what got him, you know, that's what uh, calmed him down and, and satisfied him. So you see that um, first they gave him bread, and then they gave him water, and then they gave him figs and clusters of grapes, whatever it was, so you give the sweets at the end, that's what satisfies a person. Sweets after the meal satisfies, sweets before the meal does not. If a person is grabbed by bulmus, we give him alya. We give him a tail, fats of a tail, with honey. That is how we heal him. You could even put very fine flour. With honey, Rapapa Amar Afilo Kimche Desari Bedivsha. Barley flour with honey is also helpful. That also works. Amar Abiechanan, Pamachas Achazani Bombas. One time I had Bombas, Veratsti, the Mizracha Shaltaena. And I ran to the eastern side of a Taena, of a fig tree. Okay? Um, Rashi says, why the eastern side? Because it was the morning and the eastern, in the morning, the sun comes in the east, it was shining on that side of the tree, and it made the fruit sweeter. So he davka ate, <coughs> they were more ripe than the other side of the tree, because they got more sun that day. So he went to the sweetest of the sweet of that tree. Wisdom, knowing, being educated, is very helpful. Uh, to those who possess it. From the which means like the, the, the sweet things, the enjoyable things, is the grain of the sun. When the sun shines on something, it makes it more delicious and sweetens it. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehesi, Avika, Azli, Borcha, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehesi, we're going on the road. Achzei, Bumas, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, got Bumas. Kapchei, Laraya, Achli, Larifta. So he basically, um, he saw a loaf of bread on the side of the road that belonged to a Raya, a shepherd, and he took it. He ate it without permission. Amalei, Rav Yehesi. Rav Yehesi said, Ki pachta esaraya. What are you stealing for? Yeah, there's the, there's the shepherd's bread. You can't take somebody else's stuff. Kimatu lemasa, and they came to the city. Achse bomas darvyaisi, adurei belagi vitzai. So the the people brought him all sorts of sweet things, and he ate. Amar le Rabbi Yehuda, ani kipachti esaraya, vata kipachta esair kula. You're claiming about me that I had a a shepherd not have food, 
and in the you know, and now we're in the city, and you're allowing everybody to uh, wine and dine you with all the good stuff. Visu, and another time, Rav Meir, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yaisi have a Kazdiborko. Rav Meir, Rav Yehuda, Yaisi were traveling. Rav Meir have a Daiki Bishma. There's a beautiful Gemara. Rav Meir was Medayik in names. He was very careful about Shma uh, Garam, as we're going to see. He said people's names say a lot about who they are. All right? They came to a hotel. And they uh, and uh, they asked to be hosted. They said to the owner, "What's your name?" My name's Kidar. Amar Rivera said. Now he didn't say this out loud, as we're about to see. Amar Adam Kidar is not a good guy. You know how I know? Because says Natira Shenamar Kidar By the Mabul, yeah, it says they're an upside down generation. Yeah. And uh, Kidar, so it, it, it hints to this guy not being honest. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi They didn't catch on. The guy's name is Kidar. Like, okay, it looks like a sweet guy. They gave him their valuables. Rabbi Meir said, I'm going to hold on to my own valuables. No, thank you. Azal And... Rav Meir still needed to protect his valuables. So what did he do? So back then, families had their own personal cemeteries attached to their property. So this innkeeper's father was buried near this hotel. Rav Meir buried the money near the innkeeper's father. Okay. Is Chazilei Bechelme. And the father... Went to the son in a chalaim in a dream. And he told his son, Hey, Tzadikul, there's money by my head. You can go get it. The next day, the host did a chap, what's going on? So he, he says to the three rabbis, Huh, you know, I had a weird dream. Strange dream. My father came to me and he said that I, he's got something by his head. He said to him, oh, you had your dream on Friday night. Eh, there's no meaning to it. It had meaning, yeah, but they didn't want him to know. Also, Rav Meir stood in the cemetery the whole day. Till after Shabbos, because he couldn't take it out on Shabbos. So he went and, and stood. Okay, after Shabbos, he took his stuff back. The next day, the other two chachamim went to the host, went to Kidar, and they said, hey, Give us our money back, our valuables, you know, that we deposited by you. Never happened. Rav Meir says, guys, why'd you give it to them in the first place? <coughs> it's a very powerful idea. Rav Meir said, why'd you give it to him? You know his name's Kidar. Amru Lay, they said to him, you never told us to be concerned. You didn't deposit. Again, Rav Meir originally said to himself, he didn't say this out loud, oh, guys, don't trust him. Don't trust him. His name's Kedar. He never said that. On his own, he made this personal decision. It's such a beautiful idea. Listen to this. I wouldn't be allowed to tell you. Because when somebody's name gives off negative connotations, 
you could be chayshashit, but it doesn't mean he is that. You have to be down with kapschos. But I'm allowed to protect myself on my own personal chat. I chat, his name's Kidar. I'm being extra careful. Meaning, and this is why it's so powerful, nobody in this world is born into a situation where they need to be bad. There's choices. Even if your parents give you the name Kidar, does not mean that you're necessarily going to be an upside-down, perverted person. You, could, you still have Bechira. So, says Rav Meir, I just look at names and I just use it as part of my, what we call, Shikul Hadas. I choose, you know, I said, it's not necessarily so. I didn't tell you that the guy has a chazaka of being a bad guy. But I'm just letting you know, in general, you look at somebody's name, it does define a little bit who they are. Yeah. So what they do? So this is also a big idea. Then they're now allowed to get their money back. They're allowed to do whatever they want to get their money back. Really, I mean, they can't kill the guy. Uh, we're about to find something else bad happened, but um, they're they're allowed to trick him. I mean, they're allowed to get their money back to to right the wrong. So they got him drunk. And they saw he had lentils stuck to his beard, his mustache. They went to his wife and they said, Hey, listen, lady, you know, we were just hanging out with your husband. He said you should give us our stuff back. And he said, You're not going to believe us. And I, we should give you a sign that you fed him lentils for lunch. And this way you'll know that we're telling the truth. There's no other way for us to know that you fed him lentils for lunch. She gave it to them. He came home. He got so angry at his wife. He gave him the money back. He killed her. And this is what it means when we say in the Bryce of Mayim Rishonim Echilu B'Sar Chazir. Mayim Rishonim was, was uh, given B'Sar Chazir, the meat of a PIG. Okay? Mayim Achroinim Hargu Esanevesh. And Maya Machreinim caused somebody else to die. Okay? Because uh, if this guy would have washed himself off after he, uh, after he ate, so the Rashi explains. He would have washed his hands. Very often people clear their beard as well once they uh, wash off their fingers. And the, the Chachamim never would have found the lentils. And his wife would not have been killed. Okay. Fine. Now. Let's keep going in this story. So now the other Chachamim knew to be careful with people's names. They came to a house. The owner's name was Bala. They didn't want to go inside. Amri, he said, This guy must be a Russia. Why? It says... That uh, bala, those who are who are uh, tired by by leia means to be um, it's like you need you need patches because everything's worn out and whatever. So uh, niufim, they're, they're full of niuf, they're full of immorality, adultery. which means that the person's body is so worn out and tired. Because they were so, uh, they were so accustomed to immorality and adultery, and they felt that this is going to uh, 
you know, potentially put them in danger of being Iver and Avera. And they kind of learned their lesson to not go to people's homes, which is interesting because, again, what did he say before? There's no Chazaka. But you're allowed to suspect. So they, you know, they started taking this into account. Okay. Period. End of that Gemara. Here we go. Three lines from the bottom. Person is bitten by a mad dog. There's five things said about a kelav shaita. Pib pasuach the rirai naitev the oznav seruchais uznavai munach al yirei chaisav umahalech betzide drachim. The five things. If you want to know what's considered a mad dog, its mouth is open, it drools, it has saggy ears, and its tail. Hangs on its legs, and it usually walks on the tzidei's drachim on the side of the road. Some say afnai veach ve'en kailai nishma. Okay, it tries to bark, and you can't really hear it. That's another sign of a like a, a messed up dog. Says the Gemara, have How does this happen to a dog? Rav Omar noshim kashfani yais mesachas. It's kind of like used in experiments in the lab of witches. Those involved in sorcery, they would uh, practice on dogs. And, uh, you know, they were their experiments. Shmuel Amar, Ruach Ra, It's a Ruach Ra. Says the Gemara, all right, either way, why are you so concerned about how it happened? My Benayu. What's the practical difference about whether it became a mad dog through witches it became a mad dog through a ruach ra. What, what's the difference? Says Gemara, you could be nayu. The different practical difference is going to be le miktale bedavar hanizrak. Okay, um, how to go ahead and kill that dog? All right. Meaning, Rashi explains that if it has a ruach ra, then a person should try to kill it with an arrow. What's an arrow? You kill it, right? Uh, we'll talk. bring Yossi into this Gemara. You, you, through archery, you kill it from a distance. Don't go near it. However, if it, uh, you know, if it became a mad dog through, through witches, then it's okay to walk over it and just stick a sword into it and kill it that way. You don't need to be concerned about getting too close. Tanya Kavasi to Shmuel. Either Brysa like Shmuel. Kisha Hargan, I say, when they kill the dog. Ain't Hargan, I say, Elabadavar and Nizrak. The Chayef Bay Miss Takein, the Nachis Bay Mayus. When you kill it, make sure to throw something because if you get too close uh, and it gets you and it bites you, it's a big sakana. Says Gemara, the Chayef Bay Miss Takein Mayta Kante. If a person is bitten by a mad dog, what should he do? Nishlach money ve near it. He should take off his clothing. Okay, take off his clothing. And throw them away. Rav Huna, Rav Yeshua, Chaf Beichad Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua, was once touched by one of these dogs in the street. I'm sorry, he wasn't bitten. He was, but one of the dogs just touches him. That's what you do. You take your clothes off that it, tu- that, that it touched, then you run. Okay. So Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua, once had one of these dogs touch him. Shalchinu lemani verahit. So he threw off the clothes that it touched, and he ran away. Omar, and he said, Same Pasuk we said earlier, and that is people who are educated, people who are chachamim, are protected 
by, uh, you know, by its owners. Those who, those who own Chachma, and you educate yourself, you know what to do in situations like this, ultimately will be protected. Okay, we'll hold it here for this evening, and we're up to Dinochas Leimayas, that um, what do you do if somebody is, is uh, bitten uh, by, uh, somebody's bitten by a dog, we'll pick up from here, Be'ezras Hashem, tomorrow.